Hi, readers. Hey, how you doing? No, seriously, how you doing? My name is Amin, aka the Crazy Book Lady, aka Lip Gloss Mafia. Some of you might also know my other accounts as Something Bookish, which is the name of this podcast that I am about to introduce to you. <laughs> Welcome to the Something Bookish podcast, episode 22. To the old timers who are listening right now, hey, how you doing? How have you been? Sorry, you didn't get any episode last week. I'm going to rectify that and explain in a little while. If this is your first time listening to um, this podcast, welcome to the dark side. <laughs> This is the podcast where we drink and talk about books and reading and all things life and fun, I think. But there's a little twist in today's episode. Because um, in today's episode, I'm going to share a health scare that I recently had that might alter the format of this podcast. Yeah? Okay, just grab your tea or something, or if you're if you're doing any chore at the moment, just make sure nothing is going to distract you because I have plenty to talk about. But before we continue, let me share a few things that are bringing me joy at the moment. Um, that's reading. I'm currently reading a book called Little Gods. And I have been sleeping on that book for so long, since last year. I don't know why I did not pick it up because the book is like a lesson in character development. It's like different POVs and we get to know about the different characters through the different narrators. I'm still trying to understand where they got the title Little Gods because I I don't have that connect yet. But even if I don't get that, fam, this book is wonderful. If you follow me on Instagram, that's where I'll share the review for it. Or on Twitter, anyway. Um, What else? I'm also reading the book of the month for the Indulgent Bibliophile, which is Independence by Sarah Ladipo-Mayinka. She's going to be joining us for a Zoom book chat. I'm so excited about that one. I didn't know I could pull that off. Well, I haven't pulled it off yet. Maybe after next Saturday or this coming Saturday. I would know if I actually pulled it off. Until then, fingers crossed that it actually works out. But the book is really nice. It's a love story. Um, what else am I reading? I'm also reading Hiding in Plain Sight, which is a book by Nuruddin Farah. Apparently, he's like the Chinua Achebe of Somalia. So, this should be good. And he looks like my grandpa. And he shares the same name with my grandpa, Nuruddin. So yeah i'm giving this a go i started it last year but i think there was a false start so i stopped and then i picked it up again this month and i'm like why did i stop this is so good hmm what else what else what else am i reading anywho that's all i can remember those are the things that are giving me joy at the moment um let's see masturbating of course always brings me joy 
and these days when i explain to you later in the podcast what happened to me you'd understand why i'm masturbating more because right now it's kind of like doctor's orders <laughs> um let's see chatting with my bookish friends oh god i love chatting with people online well not just random people people i've met through books on twitter on instagram they are just so much fun and there's always like something interesting to talk about the conversations are not boring there and it's not even only if we're talking about books sometimes we're talking about random things because i share a lot of stupid things on my instagram stories <laughs> so sometimes we're just laughing over that and just sending me stuff don't you just feel like when people send you funny stuff that is so online it's like yo i was thinking of this particular person when i saw this so i'm going to send it to them that's a very special love language on its own and to everybody who sends me stuff on instagram and twitter respect man i love you so much thank you for the owl videos some people know that i love owls <laughs> they're weird but they're cute okay um what else what else oh i'm peeling garlic i know i know it's strange you don't like the smell also but there's something very therapeutic about peeling garlic and i do that a lot these days i find joy i find joy in peeling garlic what do you find joy in like do you have any household chores that you do that you just mindlessly enjoy you don't mind doing mine is peeling garlic i could peel garlic for days if everything in life fails i think i'll just get a job as a garlic peeler I mean, there are machines to do that, but you know, I'm a, you you can't you can't well you can beat human connection. It doesn't really matter. They don't really care as long as the garlic gets built. So I don't think that's a useful job to keep for the future. But the point is, I like to peel garlic. <laughs> okay, sorry. Let's move on. I'm rambling. Well, that's the point of a podcast. I can ramble and just talk about stuff. Uh, oh, mosquito okay so let's get into this fascinating story shall we um like after christmas yeah there was i I was having a few headaches like every night consecutive headaches every single night i was having headaches i was taking paracetamol but then i'll still wake up with the headache at first i thought it was probably my glasses because i i mean i'm overdue for new glasses it's been a while which is not good and then i thought it was my teeth or something but i went to the dentist everything's cool so i decided to go to the in the new year i decided to go to the optician yeah which was last tuesday i don't even know why i'm saying last tuesday because someone might be listening to this podcast in like a month's time but let's just say a few days ago i went to the optician yeah and part of their routine i think they're very thorough in this place that's why i like them the eye doctor part of their routine check they were they checked my bp and it was reading like 145 over 104 or 103 i was very surprised because i've never had a high bp reading like that in my life like ever so they told me um i had to go i had to go back home and get it stabilized 
because they couldn't um prescribe new frames um not frames new lenses for me huh now i did not know a high bp could actually affect your eyesight apparently it does so i was like okay um just give me an appointment for next week and i'll come back hopefully the bp are stabilized by then all this while i was just also innocent because i was like okay maybe at the back of my head i knew that the bp was high but i didn't register because i wasn't feeling any symptoms of like high bp now that i've done more research there's actually no symptoms of high bp but because my mom is hypertensive i normally know when her bp is getting high she has like swollen feet or she's having headaches or she's just like increasingly tired i wasn't having any of that so personally i felt like i had the background knowledge of if i had a high bp i would get the sign yeah so i get home and i was just really hungry at this point because they had wasted the time at the optician and i just wanted to eat so i got home and i told my mom about the bp reading and all of that and she was like excuse me like my mom went cold i'd never seen her react like that and she was like what the hell did they give you any doctor's note from the optician and i was like no they just told me go back let it stabilize and then you come back to the hospital to check your eyes and she was like what so she called the optician because she also uses the same eye doctor and then she called them and she was like are you people trying to kill my child someone came in with a high bp she said she had never had a high bp reading before and you just let her go what if she fainted in the uber what if she had a stroke or something and in my mind i was like yo 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 mother chill like it's not that deep she but she was like going crazy she was like anything could have happened to her you're supposed to do your due diligence and give her a note so that she goes to a doctor like how is she supposed to stabilize her bp she just supposed to go home and sleep like it doesn't make any sense anywho my mom was like let's go to the hospital I was like, um, you know this digital BP thing? Sometimes their head used to touch. And I was already like, I'm really hungry. So maybe let's just like, let's just find something to eat first. And then we can deal with the whole BP thing later. But my mom was having none of it. And I said, okay, just for us to be sure, let's check with our own BP thingy in the house. And then we checked my BP in the house. Um and yeah it was reading it was kind of like uh let's see i wrote it somewhere it was 159 over 104 and my mom looked at it and then i could see her face like before she went cold yeah but now it was she was dazed and she just said get into the car so i took the car keys and she was like no don't worry let me drive i was like it's fine i will drive let's just go and she was like are you sure are you okay are you having head any headache like do you feel any pulsing at the top of your head or something i was like no no i'm fine and then she was like it's fine don't worry just let me drive and i was like i snapped i i never snap at my mom because you know i'm the cool calm collected one in my house and then she was like okay okay sorry it's fine okay drive so we drove to the hospital uh i spoke to the doctor and he said he had to rule out malaria or typhoid i mean when the tropics those are the two 
sicknesses that we always have and he was like normally those illnesses always bring up your bp so i'm going to do blood tests and urine tests and all of that to find out if if i have any of those and if it is that then um if it is that they can start treating malaria or typhoid and then probably bring the bp down and then if it's not that then they would know if they can start giving me bp drugs then at this time my mom came in <laughs> god she was on full mommy mode so at this point my mom came into the consulting room and she's like i get what you're saying mr she called she actually called him mr doctor she's like i get what you're saying but i'm not taking her home with a bp this high because when they eventually checked me with the manual bp thingy in the hospital it was like 150 over 100 and my mom was like i can't take her home with this bp high so they were like it's fine i'll just do some blood tests and then they'll give me some diazepam so they gave me some diazepam i went to do the blood test and then we were waiting for the results and all of that now while we were waiting the sec the not the second the md the medical director of the hospital himself my mom uses that hospital because the owner is a cardiologist and you know she's hypertensive so that's connect so when the md came hmm no, no, no. Let me give you the full gist. There's someone else, another doctor my mom went to talk to in the hospital. Apparently, this woman is a long-time girlfriend of the MD of this particular hospital. So, Momsi went to talk to her like, yo, my daughter is, her BP is high and blah, blah, blah. So, when the MD arrived, the long-time girlfriend, who is also a doctor in this hospital, gave my file and the readings to the MD. And because he's already treating my mom, immediately he saw my reading, which is like a very high BP reading for a first timer. They ordered an ECG. And I swear that test is like one of the most embarrassing tests you can ever do in your life. Thank God I was wearing a mask. I can't even say thank God I was wearing a mask because I was bought naked. They brought in a female nurse to assist, but I had to undress myself down to my panties and then they hooked some things like to <laughs> it was so annoying but at that point i i didn't even feel like a body anymore i was just like i'm like i'm a vessel so do whatever you want with me so they attach this they attach these things to um your body by the way i should apologize for the noise if you can hear any noise behind there's no electricity Sorry, hold on. Okay. So there's no electricity at the moment and people's generators are out and then... Sure, there's a lot of noise. Anywho, so this ECG, they attach different things to different parts of your body, to your ankle, your wrist, under the boob, frankly, to check the heart or whatever. So they did that test and I did another urine test and another blood test. And then they gave me diazepam and sent me on my way. Yeah? So, um, oof. when I got home, I ate. My mom kept watching me like, like a hawk. <laughs> this is like, she was on full mommy mode. And I was given this diazepam. I took two. 
or like 10 milligrams i could not sleep usually i have a problem sleeping it's not something I, i'm proud of i do try to sleep i don't keep my phone beside me i leave it to charge in the living room if i'm reading i'm reading something like them old classics by the dead white people something really boring but still i don't sleep now this diazepam which is the devil by the way i hate it so much because it was giving me hallucinations which i did not know was a side effect apparently gives you hallucinations so i was seeing things and we all know readers have hyperactive imaginations i was seeing things in the dark and i couldn't sleep my night was completely messed up but and and funny enough i was actually praying for morning to come like can this night just be over let it be morning let it be morning i'm tired thinking this whole thing was just like a whole dramatic thing now I woke up in the morning. My mom was like, how are you? How are you doing? I was like, I'm okay. I just have a little... A, this time, I was having a little headache at the back of my head. And then my mom checked my BP. And it was still reading 157 over 103 this time. It was one. And then she was like, okay, that's it. She called the longtime girlfriend of the owner of that hospital. And they were like, okay, Amin has to go on admission. So, am I talking too much? <laughs> i feel like i'm talking too much but okay i'm going to eventually well this is it's a health scare so i'm sharing it with you guys so that everybody too will be on their tippy toes so i got admitted and when they were trying to like put a line through my through my hand for the drip i was going to take i begged for a baby needle because lord i hate needles so much i was calling all my friends because I'm not one of those I don't have my 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 pain threshold is very low and I'm not one of those people who is really strong when they're ill I I don't I normally don't get ill but when I'm ill I feed off um <laughs> it's weird but I feed off people's sympathy I need I need people to tell me sorry I need people to tell me you'll be fine you'll be fine it's okay it's nothing I feed off that more than the drugs i think i think it's only when i'm ill i'm down for words of affirmation maybe that's i think so anywho so they gave me that i took um uh what else they gave me like some saline thingy some vitamin b in the drip i took two bottles of that um they gave me some lexotan some diazepam again and i did not sleep i was admitted at the hospital like 9 30 until like four ish i actually didn't sleep i laid my head down but i didn't sleep i listened to some audiobooks it wasn't it just it wasn't going and i did not sleep but my bp came down so that's good and then they gave me some amlodipine and more diazepam by then i wasn't sure that it was diazepam that was giving me hallucinations that was later now what cost this bp is what i don't know i don't know what cost the bp the doctor said uh, mm, i feel like the fact that my mom is hypertensive they just decided to lean towards that angle and didn't do much but they gave me a list of things that I, I would have to stop doing to regulate the BP. I have to start exercising. I have to go for walks at least like three times a week. 
um i have to drink less alcohol which is why if you didn't notice <laughs> i have been doing this podcast sober yeah since you started listening i have been sober i haven't drank anything since the day i went to the optician i'm a bit irritable most of the times thankfully i've not picked any fights on twitter because i just stay away anytime i see something that's going to trigger my like my anger things but um i've been a little irritable because i haven't drank anything um i'm also a little irritable because i have cut i've like drastically reduced um sodium aka salt from my food apparently i have to do that i heard sodium is like the biggest um bb cheerleader so we don't want that so i have to cut off smoking not like i'm a smoker or anything it was just weed but i'm sure they meant tobacco but anyway cut off smoking um and then the worst one i have to sleep better i don't know how i'm going to do that but that was what they advised me to do they didn't tell me what cost what made the there's no sign in any of the tests of what could have brought my bp up apparently my sugar level is fine every other thing is fine aside from some protein in my in my pee which could be an which could be a possible uti but it wasn't like plenty enough for them to give me antibiotics or anything so now let's get to some of the things that worried me it was things people were saying not my friends because those all my friends have sense it was the adults in my life because my mom was calling everybody up and down um some people were saying stop mood swinging and i'm like what do you mean by stop mood it's not like stop mood swinging i'm still trying to wrap my head around that stop mood swinging another one was let me see i wrote i wrote them all down because they all sent it to me as text don't let us uh, don't let anxiety get the best of you really like do you think i'm welcoming into the red carpets i mean the states we're all living in right now even with the pandemic do you think like i'm welcoming the pandemic i mean the anxiety i'm not i'm not welcome <sighs> okay let me just relax because i still have to do a bb reading after <laughs> this i i have to check my bb like six times a day now um let me see oh this is the best one people say just relax no shit sherlock just relax like how do i do that well the only way i've been doing that so far is like masturbating but even then after that like after an hour or two there's only so much masturbation you can do eventually your hand gets tired and it's like it's like it gets boring a little you know you know what i mean like eventually you get tired or your wrist even hurts so uh let me see oh someone said you're too young for this and i'm like i don't understand i'm too young people just like saying plenty things oh let me just run through everything another one was just stop worrying everything will be fine everything will not be fine because sometimes okay most i think at the moment my biggest concern is is money yeah maybe it's like a first daughter thing all first children like worry about money 
and how to make more because we all know you cannot save your way out of poverty really you just have to find means of making more money so i worry about that sometimes um just stupid dogs i worry about that sometimes so you can't just say stop worrying everything will be fine everything is not going to be fine you're not just going to except you're going to get me like a sugar daddy then yeah everything will be fine but until then i still have to oh god it's such it's the ghetto having to work and get paid it's so annoying and okay what do people say again you need to just let go you're strong you don't say i am strong i mean my mom is still terrified of this whole bp thing because i showed no sign at all like she was she just kept saying that you could have just died and i would not have known anything and i think maybe she's feeling guilty i think that a lot of people feel guilt when someone dies yeah i think that's the first feeling a lot of us have when someone close to us dies guilt but anywho let me not get too morbid yet um so yeah those were the things people were saying and i'm like please stop saying these things it would be better if you just send me money i mean <laughs> i mean i can't ask them to send me money these are all older people in my life so you think they'll give themselves brain and be like this girl is stressed she's probably just stressed let me just send that money no they are telling me don't worry everything will be fine how the fuck is everything going to be fine <sighs> all right see this is why you need alcohol and i do you know the worst no not the worst but the best part i cannot believe i have done i have spoken for like 26 minutes now without any alcohol and i did not did i did i stumble i didn't stumble hey god oh, i feel like now that i knew now that i know that i did this thing without alcohol <laughs> i'll start i'll start taboing or start tripping over my words oh fuck 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 fuck, fuck. anywho oh, this is where it gets a little bit dark so i was just i was wondering what is the worst thing that could happen if i died i mean we can't I, not like i don't have suicidal thoughts or anything but sometimes i i just i wonder seeing as i've lost people that are really close to me and i just saw how the world just continued i mean i think about those people all the time and sometimes i just like i just get sad because i can't talk to them anymore but but what's the worst thing that would happen if amin died i mean you guys will probably listen to this podcast like 10 times a day just to hear my voice right <laughs> or just like say random shit that i must have said one time to you or like i hope they'll be like I'm not saying I'm going to die soon. I'm just saying. I'm just visualizing like what happens. What's the worst that could... Was, there's no worst thing. I just... I'll just be buried and repurpose the earth again. And some flowers grow and more agbalumo. Finally, we will get some agbalumo. Or maybe more mangoes would pop out. Okay, sorry. I know some people do not like talking about, you know, death or whatever. But I do think about it a lot. <sighs> so, yeah. Um that's i don't have any conclusion to this particular podcast my it's just gonna end as abruptly as i started well it didn't start abruptly i kind of led you into the flow but i don't have any ending per se i don't have any call to action um there are already details of the podcast and all my social media handles um 
I do know that I, I worry because I don't know why my BP went high. Everybody worries about money. Everybody worries about their careers. Everybody worries about their friends. I, 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 no, I normally, I pride myself on being a happy-go-lucky type person that nothing troubles. You know, I mean, even if it's money and I'm like, yeah, eventually it will come. I mean, we're going to work. We'll do some freelance jobs and money will eventually come. But I didn't know it was taking a toll on me that much i can't just say i'm going to stop thinking about it because you know bills still need to be paid so um i just want you to know that i'm fine i'm not i'm not suicidal let's get that clear i'm not trying to off myself i'm i'm good okay but what i'm saying is i'm not afraid if it comes that's one thing i've always been very clear on like even when i'm, I'm like speaking to my guardian angel i'm like yo when it's time fast let's just go okay don't be dramatic about it but i'm just trying to say that i'm fine at the moment my bp is being monitored by ne- oh i didn't even tell you so now every day i'm taking amlodipine no amlodipine which is a hypertensive drug it's a hyper anti-hypertensive drug okay friends um sorry for that little break in transmission i can't even remember from where i stopped i would have to like fix somewhere that's in editing and maybe let me just end this podcast by saying that i am fine i'm okay i'm doing my best to balance my i mean to regulate my bp i'm doing everything i can but you know we're human and sometimes life gets to us even if we're masturbating and watching tv or reading books apparently it seems these things are not relaxing enough to relax our minds and we need to check our bps and our health properly the older we get you know now that we've reached 30 plus guys we have to be checking these things because apparently the average lifespan of illegation right now is 45 years so i have (laughs) i don't have a lot of years left in me if we're going to go by that standard so stay healthy you guys and stay safe out there and i will see you all next week hopefully with something more uplifting okay bye and look at that i actually forgot to add one last thing what the no drinking will mean for the podcast i honestly don't know yet i also don't know what's going to happen um but i think you know, we go run them. That's all I'm going to say. Okay, final bye. Bye. (laughs) See you next week.